Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeremy and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to oh, I Stardust never tweeted. RPG on the trails of Stardust. <laughs> but did you toot? Nope. <laughs> that sounds like a personal question. <laughs> I did neither of these things. I was going to, they and then siblings. I failed. <laughs> I, uh, I ADHD'd it right out of existence. Hang on real quick. <laughs> it's okay. We can do intros while you're typing. Yeah. Say, meanwhile... Absolutely. Welcome back to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. Uh, I am William, or Shawnee, and I am your game master for this 5th edition science fantasy campaign in the world of my devising. Uh, joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy. Uh, I am playing uh, a Kendall Fairchild, uh, who is a um, Eladrin Warlock something. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> there's there's news to write. Right. Uh, it has been respectively R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it has been respectively yeah. tooted and zeted. Please like and retweet your various pleasures. Uh, and Jack the Second. Hi, I'm Jack the Second. Um, I'm playing Surprise, uh, an ethereal uh, sorcerer. Uh, and Sen? I'm Sen, and I'm playing Coltarn, a orc artificer slash gadgeteer slash mastermaker slash mastermaker. Uh, and Jack the Second? Jack the Elder? Hi, I'm Jack the Second. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack the Elder. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm here. Um, I'm Jack. I'm playing Till Wayland, Avian Way of the Iron Path Monk. Who fixes things and is about to get us into a job slash trouble. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. The fact, that, the fact that that happened once means it's going to happen again. Oh, no. I'm going happened? to say the same Jack twice at some point again. <laughs> <laughs> I will introduce myself as many times as you introduce me. Man, you know, <sighs> it's not uncommon to Jack twice. It's fine. <laughs> and Craig. Hi. Uh, I am playing Just Us. And ethereal swarmkeeper ranger slash uh, light domain cleric. Uh, and Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistral and Environ Rogue. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, uh, RIP Bray Wyatt, you were the realest yes. one. And Terry uh, Funk. And Terry Funk. Uh, God, fucking that was bad. It's a bad couple days for fucking wrestling fans. Uh, and, uh, as always, this stream is powered by Sirenscape, uh, or will be whenever I get myself into the control panel. Uh, <clears throat> I just but, did a Google search for Armored Core and accidentally typed Armored Vor. 
I know what that, that sounds found. like a you problem. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a problem depending on what you're into. It's not a problem. It's just funny. <laughs> But uh, when last we left off, I don't fucking remember because we didn't play last week. We left off. So what? When we last left off, uh, 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 Till and uh, 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 Kendall and uh, Mistel, uh, and I believe Justice yes. went to go shopping. Yep, we went That's to go it. talk to Vizax. I actually watched the episode. Yes, we left off with Vizax looking for looking for a drone or a, a drive. Jump drive. <laughs> All right. You call this street music. How loud is it actually? Okay, there's actual music there. Good. Uh, I mean, I call this street, very quiet. I call this street car desire. Uh, that that was definitely my worst. I call joke the street the Danny. <laughs> And they are fantastic. <laughs> yes, they are. They are the best street. Mm-hmm. Now I just had the Flex Mentalo scene in my head. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. I've I, I've met better streets. No, you haven't. You might think you have, but you haven't. Mm-hmm. I just have the Flex flexing the wrong muscle scene. Right, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh... So we pick up, uh, yeah, as the uh, as the group is speaking with uh, uh, Vizax, uh, as he sort of descends down to your level and has these sort of holographic screens in front of him as he sort of moves hands and pulls up information. The sort of the the re- the rebreather mask that you see over over the lower half of most of his most of his face uh, has sort of like this faint purplish uh, glow to it that sort of like it emerges from underneath and you see as as it as it as it does there's a sort of a transfer of what seems to be like some some sort of uh additional fluid that sort of this sort of glows purple as it passes through some of the pipes that extend off the rebreather to around his back uh, can Till get a read on what that might be uh roll me medicine okay he technically has a positive modifier to that. Six! No fucking clue. <laughs> All right. Unless you want to spend an inspiration on that. I, it's probably grape soda. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, his, his, again, as, as most goblins have like solid one color eyes, a variety of different colors, but his are bright yellow. Vizak uh-huh. um, uh, sort of looks up at the group of you. Saul. What category of dump drive are you looking for? What sort of price range are we talking? Well, I was hoping for, correct me if I'm wrong, higher numbers are better, right? Yes. And I think we had stated that usually a ship of... Until we rename it the Frozen Fang Scale. Oh, no, wait, we did rename it. Did the Kundalar Scale um, would need at least, usually they run with a four or a five. Uh, let me double check. Uh, dark Matter. You're operating a 
originally or operating what was originally an explorer uh class six class six okay well we were hoping to acquire a six something along the uh especially if we've got something that's fit for a republic of kingdoms ship if we've got anything seven or eight on offer though we wouldn't say no to it assuming we can afford it for either task trade or purchase Dump drives of that scale are often beyond the means of simple adventurers outside of those of the highest and most powerful of guilds. The... the... Hmm. However, task is a valid trade in this particular instance. Usually ships of that scale are commissioned for governments rather than for adventurers. However, the longest standing and most widely renowned adventuring groups that have established multiple bases and may have their own fleets have been known to occasionally purchase such engines. I could provide you with an engine of suitable scale and the uh, required assistance to connect it to your ship. But as there is almost no way that you will have the amount of credits required, we can instead work to task. What would you say are the specialities and limitations of the work that your adventuring company is capable of? What what can you do best and what won't you do? Well, I can speak pretty plainly, uh, and I don't feel that this would... Oh, fuck, I'm trying to remember the, uh... The goblins don't organize themselves into cartels. What's the, uh, is trade union? Yeah, it's the Goblin Trade Coalition. Right, yeah. Trade empire, technically, but coalition right. is what they refer to most often. I understand the coalition takes a dim view of trafficking in sentient beings, so... We won't have to necessarily make that particular distinction. Indeed. I simply ask what the limits of your reach are so that I know what jobs will be appropriate. Some would rather not engage in missions of mass violence and would rather stick to missions of rescue, for instance. The designation is yours. We're not. Can I ask a question out of character very quickly. Go on. Um, would would the the secret keepers? Did people know about them and just not know the secret that they kept, or did nobody know that name? Uh, the secret keepers were not were not a well known uh, okay. adventuring group. Uh, they were mostly only known to the higher ups, and not even the higher ups knew what their secret was. Okay. All right. That's all I needed. Sorry to interrupt. We're not particularly opposed to mass violence, as long as it's not aimed towards innocents or those that are undeserving. Rescues are very much inside our bailiwick. Uh, we 
only have a certain limitation. Uh, We've got a capacity of some ability to interact with things on towards the, shall we say, artificial life form gradient. Hopefully our uh, master maker uh, gets his biological form back at some point so we can stop all having fucking nightmares. Um... Yeah. What are you talking about? You're having nightmares about my arm? Don't play coy. (laughs) (laughs) Please send. This is terrifying. (laughs) It's worse than Craig's away screen. (laughs) Thank you. It it is worse than Craig's away screen. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very glad I was not looking at this at whatever was being seen. Sen turned into Hatsune Miko, basically. <laughs> Sen turned into the least qualified VTuber icon I think I've ever seen in my fucking life. It looked like a me. It looked like, yes, it did. It, and I wasn't looked, doing a Mario impression. I meant no. It's a it, Zoom has custom avatars now, and I was playing with it. And There's no not. way that's custom. That, no, that was that was custom. That's yeah, mass produced as fuck. It is mass produced as fuck, but they do have a list of options that you can customize your avatar with. Yep. Nah. Uh, but uh, he sort of pulls up a list of things, and you see uh, like a whole data screen just sort of flowing by rapidly. But his eyes seem to be tracking it as it goes. Um, oh, look at this guy. He's reading the stock market for fun. <laughs> uh, and he sort of looks around. There is an artifact retrieval that I might be able to send you on that would be valuable enough should you bring it back to me intact that it would be worth the installation of, a, of an engine of this scale into your ship. I can provide you the engine on loan for the understanding that you will use the engine to retrieve the artifact and bring it back. Seems pretty reasonable. Till will glance at everybody else who's there with him to see if anybody's particularly measuring anything shisty about this sort of proposition. Which if I call call correctly is just us and Missile, right? And Kendall. Mm Mm-hmm. Kendall's off to the side, just vaguely listening, like, this kind of shopping isn't the most interesting to her. Right, that's fair. We have a question, if we may, Till Whalen, bearer of Britons. Go ahead. Shopkeep, purveyor of engines. What happens in the event that we do not return? Then the next time that you encounter a goblin trade empire-owned facility, the engine will be impounded and returned to Gilgamesh Station. What information is sent regarding us, our ship, or both to others within the trade union? Nothing, as long as you return. But if you do not, I send the identity of your ship, its make, its model, and the identities of its crew to all Goblin Trade Empire facilities so that the property can be retrieved. 
Such retrievals are non-violent so long as individuals comply. A simple failure to perform the task is not to be met with undue aggression. But if a task is not paid for, the collateral must be returned. We do not wish to impugn your reputation or that of others within the trade empire. We have concerns regarding the location of our ship falling into the wrong hands. Again, for the clarity, the Goblin Trade Empire's information security is second to none. We cannot run this galaxy's trade routes without it. Does that does that read as as anything that tracks with anything that I remember? Uh, generally, like you don't you don't try and swindle a goblin because they have every single trade route locked down. They are the trade blood of the galaxy. Right. Um, well, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be coy here. What just no, yeah, and absolutely, but like, is, yeah, what, what Justice is concerned about is not somebody swindling them. Yeah, Justice absolutely. is concerned about a fucking demonic incursion, Zarhemian Abs- incursion. Ab- absolutely. In. Yeah. You you don't get information out of a goblin unless that goblin is willing to give it to you, and they're not willing to give it to you if it's not in their best interest and not like as part of an as part of a de facto deal. Do they deal with Zarhemians? In regular trade, yes, but buying in, like, they're not information brokers generally, unless that's their specific job, uh, and they don't, they don't do insider dealing. That's, okay. that's not the kind, that's not the kind of merchants they are. Okay. Um, they, they, just... they keep, they keep, they keep the galaxy's economic economy running on what most would call a virtuous economic cycle. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, okay, and, and just just us, who has not moved during this, but so doesn't step back or anything, but says, um, "We are satisfied. We withdraw our question and leave the remainder of the communication in the metaphorical hands of those more capable in such matters." Please ask any questions that you wish. I would not have you leaving on this uh, on this assignment underinformed. Till glances. Till glance at Mistel to see if she's got any concerns or mm. or inquiries. Hmm? She just thinks for a moment. How dangerous is this mission? Like, are we gonna die? It is a retrieval of an artifact. I cannot say. I only have the location and the items we're looking for and its origins. Though the origins of the device does imply an, exclu- an implicit amount of danger. May we review that information before agreeing? Indeed. This is part of why I'm allowing you the opportunity to ask questions. I would not have you agree to this task without knowing what is ahead of you. I'll take a full briefing then, if you would, Master Vizax. <laughs> Very well. I was wondering who would be smart enough to ask. Part of the deal of negotiation is seeing what you think to question. So, the artifact that I seek is an orb of draconic origin. It is said, it is said to have originated from the homeworld of the dragons out deep within the unexplored. 
though none have ever seen the dragon homeworld, at least none have seen it and lived, artifacts of draconic origin are rare and valuable. The dragon's den, as it is known in common terms, is a place of wondrous and mysterious power. And the things that come from it, equally so. This sphere could, in theory, when used properly, be used to harness the innate power and energy that dragons wield. It has a variety of different uses, ranging from weaponry to power source, but its acquisition and study is of extreme importance to the Trade Empire to see what its capabilities might be and how it could be used to improve the Empire's technology and versatility. Interesting. And your indication is that this is actually located on whatever home planet the draconic species originates from. No, actually. been sighted away from the dragon's den. Still within the unexplored. But it is rumored that a dragon has made its home on a drifting hollowed out planetoid. Theoretically, according to those who have spotted this planetoid, uh, it is theorized that the star that it once called home went out, and without the gravitational pull of its home star, it began to drift through the coldness of space. And seeing this vessel as ideal, a dragon has made it their home, and with it, the site of their horde. Finding this drifting planetoid and liberating the orb from this dragon's clutches would be sufficient for the purchase of the engine. You need not take anything else, so anything else that you find of value is, of course, yours to plunder. I, of course, would not speak of this without telling you the dangers that are entailed with raiding a dragon's horde. First, finding it will be a task on its own. It is, we have theoretical coordinates, but you may require the services of someone with uh, navigational talent, as you will find no star chart to this place. Okay. And how much information do you have on the dragon whose horde it is and who dwells on this planetoid? Don't suppose we have a name by any chance? We do. This dragon is known to the galactic scene. It is an individual who has proven equal parts dangerous and useful to many across the galaxy. He is a dragon of darkest scale by the name of Furio Faust. Would, would that be a history check to see if that rings a bell? Thirteen. Uh, Furio Faust is a black dragon, uh, a 
Nat 20. Sorry, I was a little late on the draw there. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, Furial Faust is a black dragon. Uh, what Justus recalls is that they are a black dragon who has walked the political field openly and publicly as a black dragon. They do not hide who or what they are. Um, uh, and they have made their motions throughout the various political spheres. They're a known quantity. Um, uh, what Till knows is that Furiel Faust is a black dragon who most chromatic dragons are considered to be evil. Mm -hmm. You would probably call Faust that as well, but he's the kind of evil that governments and people are willing to work with. Yeah. Okay, so he is a politician. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> because he is the kind of evil that wants to accumulate power and be left alone. Okay. He, want, he wants to be able to walk in the world and accumulate what he needs and doesn't really care who he has to kill to get what he wants, but he's not like out to dominate or destroy things at a whim. He's just gathering power and making himself known. And so if you can strike a deal that benefits him, you can get a lot out of it. So, kind of evil on the same scale that you might consider Helias Fairchild evil. Kind of, yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> Till didn't say that out loud, but... <laughs> um, No, I'm kidding. Kendall right. absolutely recognizes where her father lies on, on, on the alignment scale. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. One might call him evil, but one might not necessarily call him a villain. Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Trying to think of a real world analog, but okay. Um, I mean, the comics analog I come to think of is Doctor Doom. Right. So, ba yeah, basically, we need to. I mean, Doom on a Doom on a calm day. Yeah, Doom on a good day. You know, I'm because I, <laughs> I was gonna say Doom has done the whole domination spree many a time. Yeah, we will Doom, have a conversation Doom. about how how much of a villain Doom is. Yeah, oh, Do the, Doom, Doom when guy. Doom when Doom is content to just rule his nation and do his thing, you know. <laughs> Doom in a Latvian isolationist thing. In other words, <laughs> the 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 third Tuesday of every seventh February. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, fucking that that nation is the least thing that Latvia is the least thing he's worried about. Generally, the most say. thing is so, what Reed Richard thinks. I was going to say, so all we have to do is figure out what makes Furiel Faust go, that fool Richard, and kill that person. And then he'll pay <laughs> us money. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Victor Von Doom's hate crush on Reed Richards is one of my favorite things in comics. <laughs> Um, okay. Till kind of nod. With a nat 20, do, does Till have any rough gauge on in the adult, ancient, legendary uh, fucking... Ancient. Okay. He, would be ancient. he would be considered an ancient black ancient dragon. Ancient black dragon. Alright. Alright. Well. Yeah, that's going to be... Teaching. <laughs> right, exactly. 
So that's going to be not someone we want to walk away from this having as an enemy in our background. Good to know, good to know. Yes, ideally, you would either be able to sneak in and take the orb without his noticing or strike some form of bargain with the dragon himself. All right, well, um... So, Furial Faust has a hidden has a hidden base, and how large is this orb, Mister Wolask? According to our understanding, it can be held within two hands. It is considered large, but can be carried by human beings and humanoids. Um, compared to me, how large? How large is it? It would be far too large for you to carry. Yes. All right. Okay. He just... <laughs> you aren't there. <laughs> also, for some reason... Sen just really wanted to talk ABS. about testicles. <laughs> um, so the audience didn't get that joke. That was just for y'all. All right. Fantastic. Lovely. <gasps> But he, uh, yeah. he, he, he pulls up another data screen and you see a three-dimensional image of the item like appear in front of you. And it is this sort of like, uh, it, it is a sort of like uh, large orb uh, structure that orb. is uh, wrapped in like carved images of dragons. Uh, Talking and, like beach ball kind of? <laughs> yeah, roughly like beach ball size. You're looking at an orb of dragon kind, not that anything. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I mean, hey, it's not the demon soul, so, like you said, know, could have been worse. It's Dragon Ball. How heavy is it? Uh, weight is indeterminate. That would require someone to have gotten hands on it. Or at least close enough to scan its structure. Oh, is there right. a chance that it might be unexpectedly heavy, unwieldy, and in need of some form of additional means to carry or transport? It is possible. It has only ever been seen carried by the dragon himself, and his strength is unknowable. He's considered to be... He is likely, he is likely incredibly strong, but even in his humanoid form, he does not give away his power. Would you or your trade union be capable of providing us with some means of transport to be returned along with the orb. Like our mech? No. Something less obvious. Perhaps a pocket dimension in an easily transportable form? A pocket hole. Yes, I could. A pocket hole. Well, I, well, I could not provide this uh, assistance gratis. I could... Uh, provide a discount on the purchase of such an item from a compatriot. And a question out of character, it is Coltarn enough of an artificer to be able to just make a bag of holding? Yes. Okay, alright. That would take one of his infusions, though. Yeah. Do you have extra, or are we at capacity. Uh, I mean, I'm at capacity at the moment, but I can change things around on a long rest. Okay. Uh, and if we purchased it in that manner, would it be ours to keep? Indeed. It is 
something that would help you with your mission, so I can negotiate a discount with the compatriots, but you would need to purchase it yourself. Uh, do you know about how much it would be? The typical going price of such magical items tends to be in the range of, as I look up bags of holding to make sure I know which rarity they are. Uncommon, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. 50 gold. It tends to be somewhere within the range of 500 gold credits. I can probably negotiate you down to about 300. That would be helpful. Is there anything that Till would think of that I jack the player who is not thinking of it at the I moment? Just roll me a wisdom save. Okay. Can I do the same? That's a seven. I don't have any inspiration. Yeah, Bill's yes, feeling pretty you, you can also do the same. This is gonna be a piece of cake, Till. Yeah, right. No, it's fine. Yeah, again, a, kill the dragon. We're good. It's good. They're only with a, with a twenty-three. Um, something that might be worth inquiring is where you might be able to find more information on the dragon. Potentially, what kind of allies he has throughout different government facilities, or any personal allies they might have. Basically, ways that you could either get yourself into the dragon circle if you wanted to talk, or get information about the dragon if you wanted to try and sneak. Phil Wayland, bearer of burdens, it might be worthwhile finding out more about the connections that this dragon may have formed over its centuries of life. It's a very good consideration, just us. Um... Vizex, do you know of any one or any sources of information where we could get a bit more intel on our target so that we're coming at this off on the best footing? While Serial Faust is known to deal with all four of the major governments at times, he is most commonly seen in political circles upon the world of Wokir. Huh. If you are to find allies or information about his allies, you would likely seek it among the coalition of tribes. Fantastic. Uh, do we have any... Obviously, we've got some rough coordinates to give us a jumping-off point for his planetoid. Have there been any reports of the general ecosystem or environment, for lack of a better term, there? Is there atmosphere, do we know? By all reports, it is an abandoned planetoid that has been orphaned from its star. Most likely, it is frozen and atmosphereless. Okay. Cold and airless. Just like most of space. All right. Well, we might be making a pit stop at Volkir before we head out to these coordinates that you've got for us then. I would recommend either procuring a sub a supply of Altumbra or someone with proper divination magics if you wish to try and make that jump. That was kind of my plan as well. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just throwing darts into the void and hoping we hit something helpful. <sighs> uh, well, 
I'm going to, I think we have everything we need question-wise for the moment. If you are not fully occupied, uh, we may ping you with a few additional questions once I've uh, conferred with the rest of our adventuring company. Very well. I will open negotiations with my compatriot about the purchase of a bag of holding, should you wish to purchase it. Oh, I'm certain we will. <laughs> Thank you very much for your uh, assistance in all of this, and I hope we perform according to your expectations. <laughs> I put great faith in the Core Adventurers League. I suspect that you will do admirably. So give him a nod, and then kind of give everybody the let's, uh, Head out and find everybody else. Kendall walks, uh, sees the nod and goes to fall on. And about once we're like a good out of earshot distance. So what are we doing? He was entirely not paying attention to the <laughs> whole conversation. In part because Jeremy was busy with other things. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, well, we need a better engine for our new ship, Hulk, uh -huh. and so in order to get one, we're going to rob a black dragon. Which black dragon? Uh, I know a few. Oh, and they're they're really sweethearts. So I just want to make sure we're not robbing one of the one of the good ones. Okay, Furial Faust. Do I know anything about this person? Roll history with advantage because of your father's motions. All right. I should get into roll 20. Yeah, Good, probably. at some point. That would make this whole thing much easier, yes. Listen, I was, I was legitimately in the process of opening it up. News <laughs> happened. When breaking news, cold uh, cocked me out of left field. Like... A hundred percent. That is the very accurate way of putting it. So, it may surprise people to know, but Kendall is proficient in history. Ayo. And Ooh, has a plus seven to the roll. Excellent. So, Except for going to college. Eighteen. Oh, yeah. Um, Furial Faust is a known individual, uh, especially around Fairchild Industries, as someone who your father's made deals with before. Um, He's not someone you want to cross, at least not openly. Um, but he can be reasoned with. Curio's great. I met him at a party once. Um, he, Most people call him Faust. Oh, Faust. Okay. Faust is great. Uh, I met him at a party once. He was, he was really charming. Um, Breath wasn't the great, but, you know, that's a black dragon thing. Um, acid isn't, isn't, you know, um, but, uh, no, he's fine. You know, he, he, if we're going to steal from him, we probably should get caught because he does have a bit of, he, he doesn't let his go well. Um, I mean, if we could figure out a way to just negotiate it we away. We talk to him. I'm sure would be, I'm sure whatever it is, we'd be more we could definitely talk him into it. It's a big draconic energy orb that apparently lets you siphon away the elemental powers of kind of dragonkind across the universe. I mean, that might be a little bit harder to negotiate with him, <laughs> but 
I don't know. He's. Uh, it would be. I'm sure it'll be fine. Like. like I mean, if we're very, can, very lucky, we might. To. We might be able to figure out something that he wants more, and uh -huh. do a do a swapsies sort of thing. Absolutely. But, uh, let's get back to the Akundalar. Uh, Vizax is going to loan us the big engine we need so that we can actually get to where his secret base is, hopefully. Okay. Uh, and if we want to uh, get some background beyond just your personal uh, acquaintance with Faust before we engage in this whole shenanigan. Uh, apparently, he's worked with the uh, folks on Volkir out in the Coalition of Tribes a good bit, so we might be able to find some contacts there before we dive head for first into the unexplored. Mm -hmm. That's fair. No, he's super charming, though. I've heard that there's very few dragons of note that are lacking in the personality department. I'm not going to lie, I got a little bit weak in the knees when I was talking to him the first time. But, like, he's also really old, and, like, there that's just, no. Um, but, no. Is he older than your father? Donnie? Uh, an archfey's age and an ancient dragon's age are difficult to It's comparable. But roughly, they're about they're in similar age brackets. About the same age. Okay. I say it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been appropriate at all. But man, if it remotely had been, fuck yeah. He's kind of hot. Cool. I would like an insight check. Okay. <laughs> Insight check. Till or yourself? Till. <laughs> oh, I know where I'm at. Fourteen. All right. Twenty-two deception. So hard oh. to read. Till oh. Till is only slightly less readable than Aristarchus is. In this moment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Otherwise, not so much. But right. <laughs> He's really keeping it under wraps right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kendall, if you remember last week, is 100% right. convinced that he'll hit on her. So Right. Mm -hmm. He's just, just like sitting there with popcorn at this point, like sitting on Among Us. Well, or not Among Us. Sitting on Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> <Sitting> on Among Us. <laughs> Suddenly, just us, his outfit is just like a, a, a full-on fucking arch-shaped space suit with no limbs. Listen, I, 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 I'm going to need to talk to you um, after eyeball. stream for a while. I desperately, need of, ideas. I desperately need to point out that for Mistle to be eating popcorn, it wouldn't be this, it would be... It could be per. It could be fairy. <laughs> it could. It could be okay. a sized popcorn. Mistel could eat it the way I eat popcorn, where I just like pick tiny like pieces off of it, and then like she would have her own Mistel sized popcorn. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. If anybody yeah. is secretly an alien that is going to kill us all, it is definitely Justice. One hundred percent. I feel like if Justice <laughs> was an alien that was going to kill us all, he'd be hiding it better. 
Not if he was. An I see you haven't played with a lot of traitors in a month. I was. I, I was going to say, what do you mean secretly? <laughs> they are a weird, empty suit surrounded by flaming sunbees, and they have specifically told you if you cast hold person on them again, they will stab you. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between stabbing and killing, though. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a question of degrees. <laughs> How many times you stabbed them? Or where? Kendall just assumes that it goes up by one every time old person is cast. I, presumably, yeah. Seventh time yeah. catching old person? Seven stabs. Right, well, you... doesn't always work in your favor. Uh, well, while, you while you guys are convening to discuss, I will be right back. Okay. Yeah, so right. meet, meet, meet everybody, I assume, back at the Akundalar then. Um... And, uh, yeah, Till will just broadcast over the PA if everybody's not immediately accessible. Team meeting on the bridge, let's say. Um, I'll be a little late to that meeting, as there are certain aspects of knowledge that I'm only able to access when the Arbiter in the Sky is present to adjudicate my roles. So, my... Alright! Uh, uh, just be a little late on that. No problem. Okay. Holton, we are unfamiliar with orc theology. We would be interested in discussing this <laughs> sky arbiter with you in more detail. Absolutely. Maybe later. <laughs> that was I'm gonna make a religion check to see what uh Till knows about the Scarbiter. <laughs> Scarbiter. Scarbiter. <laughs> Ten. He's in the name so once or twice. That's about, right. I was gonna say not I, I, not really. I love the idea of an orc deity called the Scarbiter. <laughs> it's very like. And the orcs are the only one who's got it right. <laughs> you just you need orc Adam Scott to walk you through it. Like, all right, there's a lot of people in the orc pantheon. Okay, you've got. The battle luster. You've got the eye poker. You've got the scarbiter. <laughs> Sorry, what was the conversation that triggered this? Don't worry about it. I, 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 <laughs> very much, actually. It was literally just me saying that I need to wait for you to be back so I can make history rolls, but in, in character way. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all assembling on the bridge, and Till just sort of gives the info dump. He's not keeping anything under wraps. Hey, uh, they're going to loan us a really awesome engine for this ship, uh, and as long as we get a... Uh, big draconic orb from a scary ass very powerful black dragon's hidden planetoid base we get to keep it mm. oh surprises immediate reaction is a heist <laughs> i haven't done a good heist in so long well i mean heist if we don't have any other option we given the rampant negative consequences of having Ferial Faust as a standing enemy of yours. Uh, we're going to try and avoid heisting it if we can get it no, regularly. I, I but... think you're confused. What you try to do is not get caught. No, we we will begin by That's asking. That's a risk-reward kind of thing. Not but... to, once we ask, we can't heist if because we... we've already been caught. If we convince him to give it to us willingly, that's just a much more subtle heist. Um, I'm not buying it. Do I know anything exactly. about that is Ariel the Faust? 
from you my, know my history. From uh, any like, if there's any dealings with my father or anything like that. You would also have advantage in this particular yeah. instance. Yes. Yeah. Would probably help if I open my character sheet. Uh, Adventage. I'm not proficient in history. I just have a plus five. But roll 20 hates me, so I rolled a two and a three. <laughs> I was spending inspiration I mean, with, to roll that. With, it, with an eight, the thing that you do recall oh, yeah, is I'm that not, uh, you don't know a whole lot about the dragon himself. Go on. I'm spending, I'm spending inspiration to roll it. All right, go ahead. Roll again. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Narr narrative causality. We have reasons, apparently. So, so you don't, you Jeremy, don't know... I don't know what the fuck you win the fuck you bit me and transferred the curse to me, but get over here so I can give it back. <laughs> you did it while you were Are sleeping. you asking me to come over there so you can bite me? Yes. <laughs> With all the innuendos uh, no, that that includes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you don't you don't know a whole lot about the dragon himself um but what you do recall uh is that he's bought a lot of planetary scale weaponry from how from stormbreaker munitions i i just would like to congratulate all of our viewers and listeners for being present at the exact moment that final show films needed to create an hr department <laughs> um surprise Pipes Honestly, up. kind of surprised it hadn't happened way before now. <laughs> hold on, hold on, guys. Guys, huh? here's a proposition. All right. How about Phil and whoever goes in and tries to negotiate, and since that's going to fail, I'll sneak in around the back while you've got him distracted. And if I heist it while you're negotiating, then you've got an alibi. It's perfect. Hey, surprise. I really like you, and I really like you living, and I don't think you'll be living if we tried that plan. What's he gonna do? Acid my body? Yes. Uh, well, actually... And I understand has, that's... Yeah. He has purchased a substantial amount of planetary-scale weaponry from my father. Um... And I'm if going I to assume a fair bit of that would probably be installed on this planetoid of his. Yeah. <laughs> if I recall correctly, um, Starbreaker Arms munitions are very capable of permanently destroying ethereals. Yeah, like, they... I know that my dad has ways to deal with ethereals trying to break in, so I'm pretty sure that Fausty does too. Um, Fausty. Oh no. 100%. Oh my gosh, don't call him Fausty. Um, so, I mean, it's a good plan. I don't, I don't disagree. We just need to know more about his security first. Kendall any, being any, good, any good heist requires pre-planning. Honestly, Kendall, uh, being of the moment, given your expressed desire to achieve a closer relationship with the dragon, is that something you would be interested in pursuing to garner more information? Do you want to seduce a dragon to try and talk about his shit? You're not playing a bar, are you asking? Are you asking me 
to 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 to, to fuck my way into getting the security information we need. Look, we have to take that dragon body bar. I'll leave it as something that you would be interested and enthusiastic about pursuing. I mean, that's what I... I'm not gonna lie. In high school, when we needed to get the, get the goss on the right people, that was what I called Tuesday. But... I mean, I'm not opposed if that's the plan. Can I ask everybody to make a perception check? <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> perception or insight? Perception. Seven. <laughs> Coltar is over here just like, trying to formulate how oh, we got to nah. that point. 24. I feel like, okay, just us. You're probably <laughs> the only one that notices. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I was going to say just a DC 10 on this one. Till has some, you know, those, uh, those things that you get, the, uh, the, the red and white checkered cardboard boats, uh, for holding food. Oh, Till's yeah. just got some waffle fries with ketchup from absolutely nowhere. And is just like, mm. well, this is happening. So yeah. All right. Carry on. That was all, all right. So as a, <laughs> as pre, as pre-planning intelligence and also, Plan B uh, 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 heist uh, requirements. The suggestion is just to make sure I'm understanding it correctly that Kendall seduced the dragon to get information on his complex, however many of them there are. If anyone well, else has alternate ideas, we well, are Well, there is the. The vol- the Valkyr angle. Honestly, it's might... not a bad plan, and that's why I'm having problems. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, Surprise's suggestion and Just Us's suggestion are excellent contingency options for if the main plan doesn't work, which Surprise seems to think it won't. Uh, we have other avenues to pursue to get more information and in my albeit comparatively limited, so if anybody else has better experience on heists in general uh, but getting as much preparatory knowledge seems to be a good plan and Faust has apparently had pretty decent close working relationships with a number of individuals from Mulkir in the Coalition Tribe space. So uh, it was suggested to us uh, to stop off there, do some research, sort of shake the bushes and see what falls out that might give us a bit of an edge or advantage in this whole thing. Uh, Vizax is also going to get us a discount. Uh, I'm actually still waiting for contact information from him uh, regarding uh, purchasing some storage so that if and when we access uh, or heist the uh, orb, we have a place to stash it where it's not just being carried out in somebody's hands as we're trying to get off a planetoid. So whoever is taking point on that side of things should become necessary. We're going to have a bag of holding for you to take with you. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. Excellent. So, our plan is gather information it will care, seduce a dragon, ask nicely, if need be, steal the and or steal the orb. 
Legitimately, is it weird strokes? that I? Yes. Mm, is it weird that I've never seduced a dragon as a bard, but I might do it as a warlock? Absolutely nope. not. There is absolutely nothing in uh, right. And and I I will go on record saying the whole bard seduce things is completely no. anecdotal. And right, there's no it's reason to really assume bards joke are... to play with, but that doesn't make it accurate <laughs> to games. Exactly. I mean, the only the only character the only seduction character I've ever played was a warlock, so also this particular Even, yeah, dragon, yeah. it is far more appropriate as a warlock than a bard. <laughs> Even better. I don't know whether that's concerning or not. That means you're gonna succeed. Faust was I mean it sounds Faust is like, also the name but... of a character that William has played before, who was a warlock. <clears throat> is currently playing in our Sunday game. Yes, but not as a warlock. All right. Well, uh, we've got a bit of time. We're going to buy a bag of holding so that we have that uh, in our back pocket for this whole thing. We're going to uh, wait for the uh, engine to get over here to get installed. But once that is up and running, well, I'm still uh, Coltarn, of... where are we standing on? Yeah, hmm. I'm in. I... William, how, Johnny, how far along am I in building the crew? Um, you could probably use another day or two. I'll need another couple of days. All right. The co- the, need any the, help? The, the, the the software is done. The, the hardware is the construction part right now. All right. Um, Xander's helping me. I think that's about as fast as we're going to go, unless anyone here is acutely familiar with uh, the minutia of robotics. Sounds like a nano machines thing. <laughs> no. Okay, then I'm probably not going to be much help. <laughs> uh, Kendall, would you do yes, me a Craig, favor? Yeah, Craig, you're muted if you were saying something. I was just us would say we do not have that knowledge, but we would be willing to assist if we could. Check with Jasira and Shrita and see if they know anything about Faust as well that might be helpful. Okay. Okay. No, I I can do. Um so to clarify, cause cause because we've discussed several different directions for the plan. Mm-hmm. Am I going for the dragon dick or am I not? Oh absolutely. We're not sure yet. <laughs> if it's something you're willing to do. I mean, I'm not. A I can't pub. believe I'm having this conversation. Why not? It would take far longer to explain that than, <laughs> honestly, any other part of this plan. Just us. So just take the statement as read, and we're moving on. So, Wayland Bearer of Burdens, part of your job as leader of this group is to use everyone's skills to their best of the ability. Kendall, creature of the moment, is best suited to follow their whims, and their whim at this moment seems to be coitus with a dragon. If that could be turned to everyone's benefit, so much the better. Um, Till, I don't know how to say this, but they're right. We need to retroactively change the <laughs> subtitle of this episode to Coitus with the dragon. dragon. I mean, the, the name was always to the well, future, which is still appropriate. <laughs> I mean, um, you haven't had the Coitus yet. 
In that case, uh, just us, your job is going to be to delve into the Galactic Encyclopedia, and I would like a five-page report on the ethics of pimping. <laughs> Very well. It's only pimping if we're making Perfect. money off of it. That's that's kind of where I'm coming from, Coltarn, exactly. And I want to make sure that there's a way to do it ethically, and I feel like Just Us is honestly one of the more qualified people to do that sort of research. Hmm? Otherwise, it's just um. sparkling misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> sparkling misogyny. Wait a minute. I changed my mind. We knew for the episode. <laughs> Um, we're, we're, we're back on the ship at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. we're all in the Akundalai. Unless someone stops them, Just Us is, like, leaving right now. Oh, excellent. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was not, like, a joke from Till. Yeah. That was a, get me the details on this job, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What have um, we done? <laughs> Mr. will fly and sit on Kendall's shoulder and kind of whisper to her, can you explain to me how you seduce? <laughs> oh my. We need to find out who Mistel wants to seduce. I mean, if, no. I feel like if Kendall. she gets a, a decent lesson, we'll find out eventually. <laughs> Kendall, come on. This whole, this whole romance oh thing God. is new and interesting to her. Oh. Hey, Shawnee, what do I roll to write a uh, a treatise on the pragmatism and ethical implications of uh, trading sexual favors to a dragon in pursuit of an orb for an engine? Roll me investigation, I guess. Oh, Jesus, that's really bad for me. Can I roll something else, please? What would you? What would you? What would you like to try and use for this? History? Give me a pitch. Insight. In, in, I, I would. I would. I would suggest insight or wisdom because it's. But I, I, it's totally fair if you feel it's an intelligence-based thing. I feel like ethics is a very sort of... it's It sort of straddles the line between intelligence and wisdom. Um, How about... No one has... Wisdom... Uh, uh, hold on just a second here. Wisdom-based uh, Intelligence-based insight. I will say yes, either wisdom-based history or intelligence-based insight. Pick one. Um, I, no, I will take no. I, I, I will take wisdom-based... I, I, I don't have proficiency in either of those things. So, um, how about this? How about I roll a d20 and I tell you what my stats are and you can figure how well I do? Sure. Is that fair? Okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. No one, has, I, no, no one has yet to explain using a tomato how wisdom interacts with ethics so it's slightly slightly worse than average uh my intelligence is a, is a flat 10 my wisdom is a 20. i expect okay. this regardless of how good it is from justice to be a like intricate level paper <laughs> and our proficiency <laughs> bonus is a four right now so yeah. Well, they're not proficient in either I'm investigation. Not proficient or in either of those That's things, fair. though. So it would just, it would just be a wisdom roll. I can't roll, imagine just us stopping at five pages. I expect sources to be cited, historical precedent, but um, lots of footnotes, lots of footnotes, <laughs> and a link, it, it, and a link to the bad dragon dildo that most closely resembles the theoretical dragon dick in question. No. <laughs> 
Hey, that's hey, that's please. where that's where Kendall is going right now. To <laughs> with Kendall, with Ken, with, with, with missile. Hey gang, would you all say that if you were grading just us as paper, you'd give them a B? No. <laughs> I I hate. I would I, I would say I would say that with a thirteen on the on the result, yes, it is in fact a B minus. Because you're minus a couple B's. That's right. That's right. Paper cuts just took them out. And could you? Could he have used? But, could, could he have and, used guidance on this for whatever it's worth? Oh yeah. Theoretically, yes. Roll me a D four. Yay! A Yay! B plus. <laughs> yeah, with, with, with a sixteen, it's now a B plus paper. Hooray! Uh, but as assignments are given, the last thing Till says is, and surprise, quick sidebar, if you would. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Excellent. And Till just sort of leans his, himself back up against the back of the pilot's chair. I'll take the mm -hmm. empty chicken and waffles tray from your hand and walk into the trash can. <laughs> surprise, He's not done. plop down in a co-pilot's chair. So, uh... We started you off on a trial basis, and I wanted to know how you think everything's going. Hmm. I think you all are very interesting people. That's not always a compliment, but I'm going to take it as one, if that's all right with you. Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I, all right. I have to interrupt very briefly to say that my roommate gave me this. Hang on, I can't read it. I can't. Oh, I see Kendall. <laughs> Kendall sponsored by Bad Track. <laughs> 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 any concerns outstanding issues questions uncertainties fond of this whole prophecy thing oh um are you familiar with the oracle of nocturna uh am I uh, roll history let see if you've heard anything. Da -da, da -da. Yes, three. Oh, ten. Uh, Nocturna uh, is a famous, like, starting world for a lot of adventurers. They, a lot of adventurers get their start on the world of Nocturna because there is an oracle there um, uh, who is known to provide insight and sometimes prophecy that sends adventurers on their initial quests um, uh, and sort of uh, helps guide adventurers that are looking to begin their journey. So a lot of people who want to start adventuring go to Nocturna to seek the Oracle's guidance. I mean, everybody goes and gets a prophecy, but y'all would have been hard-pressed to pick a worse one. You know, I, I think I agree with you on that. It's it's a bit of a tall order being told, hey, you need to do well at this, or sorry, I'm going to just invade the whole galaxy, more or less. That's, that's uh, yeah, there's a lot riding on that one. You're not wrong. Um, well... If you have any questions on that, 
I can't guarantee she'll answer, but Janya did give me her number. So I could let you make a calm call to the Oracle if you had questions to see how you fit in with that whole thing, whether she saw you along the way. She did say we were going to pick up a lot of important allies as part of our efforts to uh, stop the Sarimian invasion. So if you want to see if she's willing to explicitly confirm your uh, role I'm there. Interested. Okay. Like I said, have no idea how busy her schedule is, but uh, and Till will literally just toss you his comm with uh, Janya's number <laughs> there in the sort of push the green phone one to call them kind of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, pass me that back when you're done. Um, as far as things are going right now, uh, from my position, you've been working out pretty well. And... Yeah, I do that. <laughs> and I, I I like the uh, the initiative is definitely a positive. You seem to have a lot of get up and go and uh, personal motivation, so that's always most of my leadership experience has been on shipyard work crews so that's kind of where I analyze things from this is I a little like bit different I like putting it yeah get up and go okay so uh yeah no um but if you have any questions obviously open door policy for me so feel free to drop by but uh just wanted to let you know everything's working out pretty well from my side of things so I don't see why we can't keep this going as long as you're interested hmm does that mean I get wages now? I mean, you get a... Uh, you'll have even shares as a part of the uh, Dust Knights if you like. Awesome. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, if you have any questions on that side of things, Coltarn is sort of heading up our quartermaster uh, role. We've got, you know, everybody's personal uh, funds, and then there's some things that go into sort of the collective keeping the Dust Knights afloat fund as well. Um, but we can get you sorted out that way. Hmm. Right now, I just want a bag of holding. Okay, well, I'm waiting to hear back from a goblin, and we'll get one of those on board as soon as we can. Can you imagine what I could do with a bag of holding? I can imagine quite a few things you could probably do with a bag of holding. Hmm. Going to be very interesting. Uh, speaking of which, your communicator, that, that surprise is currently holding... Uh, goes <laughs> off with a with a with a message from uh, from Bezax, uh, who uh, the response comes in. Uh, I have secured a deal with a compatriot. Are you willing to accept my request? Just go uh, ahead and it... push the confirm button. <laughs> push. Push. Yeah, you push. You push the button. It sends a confirmation, and the response comes back shortly. Excellent. Uh, please return to my shop and I will have my compatriot meet you here. At your earliest hey. convenience. I want to come along. Okay, you want to call Janya on the way if you want, but yeah, we'll head out that direction then. Hmm? Okay, so you guys head that direction. Uh, anyone else have anything they're doing real quick? I mean, no, I feel like I Kendall just, is. <laughs> I just want to point out that because of the mindset y'all have put me in, I heard bag of holding and I immediately thought of the bag of holdings of value in Ottawa, uh, uh, 
uh, auto asphyxiation. Auto, auto erratic asphyxiation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just stick your whole day, head in, pull the string, kind of thing. E- yep. Yeah. It has yep, a certain yep. amount of air in there. It has yeah, a certain amount of air. When you were like, and... stick your whole head in. <laughs> has a certain amount of air and probably enough to last while things reach a certain level before running out. Right. Well, and uh, yeah, that, uh, Craig, that's because there is an eight-year-old sitting not thirty feet from me. <laughs> She's got headphones oh on, but I'm being God. cautious just in case. I mean, as one does. You can't. They, they they can't hear you, Jeremy. So just go as hard as you want. No, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kendall, weren't you going to speak with uh, Jasira and uh, Strita? Apparently. I don't know what I'm speaking to him about, but oh no, give him more information about Fausty. If yeah. um, Yes, it is absolutely Fausty um, going forward. No, it's not. Yeah. It's yes, not. It no. Yes, it is. This is not the same Faust you know, Holly. It's okay. Just let it go. Uh, it, I, I think it is a similar <laughs> one, yes. It's not the same one. Yeah, still I am going Fausty. to go find them. I don't care. Uh, Mistral's still on your shoulder, by the way. Yes. She, she's yes. been taking notes All right. as you've been explaining how to seduce. Yes, which she has been in detail. Which oh, is yeah. Mistral's taking very notes. Very much. No. It is 100% like a... um. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, is 100% like the Regina George method of getting dick. <laughs> Can you explain that to me? Because I don't know the reference. Mean on Girls. Of, on a scale of one to euphoria. I mean, I know Mean Girls, but I haven't watched it. It's just for you, Jeremy. Jack, fix your partner. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> Jack, fix yourself and your partner. Neither, neither Hashani. <laughs> Yeah, I say I haven't seen it either. Wow. Okay, I, viewing I, party I, at my house. I, at some I point. don't know if Katie has seen it, but I'm willing to bet not in a while at the very least. <laughs> to be clear, I am not giving you guys a hard time about this. You're having any? No. <laughs> like it is. Like, it is the level of excitement on your behalf of being able to see this fucking. Amazing comedy. It's pretty iconic. Also, I'm thinking back to all the times I've said some variation of get in, loser, we're going shopping. Right. Streams. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, I use that line all the time. I've just never That's seen crazy. the movie it's from. Okay. Oh, um, my God. It's so good. I, Legitimately I to this. the point that I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Now. There you go. All right. <laughs> I'm just picturing Mistle on Kendall's shoulder, like writing notes, like put thing down, yeah, flip it, and reverse it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The good news is, Holly, you have seen it, correct? Yes. I okay. It the time. Yeah. Thank you. So you understand the reference. Yes. And you understand what I'd say when I say the Regina George version of seducing someone. Oh, absolutely. I can't, yes. I can't We're wait good. to see Kent put this information into practice. <laughs> but yes, we are, going, we are going to find the NPCs. 
Yeah. So yeah, you uh, you you make your way to where uh, Jasira and Strida are, just sort of in the workshop. Uh, Xander's off to one side, building equipment, working on working on building the drones, right? Uh, that are going to be operating the ship, and Jasira and Strida are just sort of sitting on either side of a workbench that is not one that he's working on right now, and just having a conversation as the as the the two of you approach. Uh, hey. What's up? Jasira and Sarita both look, both look over at you, and Jasira is the one who speaks up. Uh, hey, Kendall, what's up? How can we help? So, I have a question. Um, do you guys perchance know Fausti? I'm sorry, uh, what's his full name? Furial Faust. Furial Faust. Uh, sorry, I mean Furial Faust, but Let's be honest, Fausty. <laughs> uh, Jasira just kind of looks over. Uh, not my ballpark, you, Strita. And Strita will roll a history check. The only problem that I have with Fausty is that every time you say it, my brain does like the underlines it in red and says, Did you mean Fauci? And like. <laughs> I, I just know how Kindle's going to die now. <laughs> like, that's the no, only no. thing my this brain is... can do is is give me that autocorrect text for Fauci. Had a girl, Strita. Nice to job. be clear. Nice job, ma'am. This name is only used either a out of uh, completely out of earshot, or b uh, in flagrant delecto. <laughs> uh, what I'm excited about, though, is first time one of the party members hasn't picked up on the out of earshot part of the nickname. Ah, you must be <laughs> Fausty. Wait, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you get as far as why are you looking, <laughs> and then he's melt melted in acid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, That's uh, a special name. That's a behind closed doors name. Uh, but Sarita, the kind of thing uh, you only works when you scream it. Strida, <laughs> uh, Strida, sort of um, puts a hand to her chin. Uh, yes, I have heard the funeral Faust. Uh, the temple where I was raised for my early childhood, uh, Victory's Temple. Uh, he was known there occasionally. Um, the... He is not the kind of man I would describe nicknames to. I mean, no. Like, we don't say it to him unless... Not the point. So, I know what I know about him. What do you know about him? Uh, I know that he is a powerful dragon, and uh -huh. I know that he has uh, never once felt the need to hide his presence, even when assuming a humanoid form. Uh-huh. Um, I know that he is in complete control of his body and his physical urges. Uh, oh my! Uh, I know that... Without making this less enticing, Johnny. 
Kendall, Kendall is just like living out that. And again, I apologize for my lack of knowledge about wrestling, but that meme of like the the wrestling guy getting progressively oh, more excited. Oh, the the more excited meme. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that uh, he has never once been in a situation, even when enemies have thought they have had the upper hand, that he has felt that he has been powerless. No one has ever been able to put him on the back foot. Which is impressive, considering he has been a known associate of Victory, who has never lost. He's so vast. Dommy daddy. I mean, he's not the one who's going to be looking at being on their back something. Um... Uh, I also know that he typically travels with his wards, uh... a half-orc by the name of Gora. Right. Uh, this half-orc, if my rumor, if the rumors I have heard are accurate, is his personal assassin. And also his daughter, if they, if he can be said to have such a thing. Okay. The Vincimeter has just gone down. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm saying the Vincimeter has just gone down. <laughs> No, we're, we're one. We're one. We're one more level more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's also a powerful uh, master of the arcane. Uh, more than just his abilities as a dragon, he is a master of spellcraft as well. Theoretically, uh, individuals have come to him asking if he could bestow them a measure of his power. He has never taken a warlock, to my knowledge. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> the knight is young. <laughs> he, has, he, he has never he has never uh, granted a granted the warlock's powers to anyone, to my knowledge. But uh, it, theoretically, it is within his abilities. Um, he. He is known to have knowledge that far exceeds what one would expect even of typical dragons. It is said that his thirst for knowledge and his ability to seek it has led him to secrets only known by the gods. Okay. Uh, Victory has spoken often of the secrets that Faust holds and... how she would try to get them out of him if she could. But she is sworn to never lose, and she's fairly certain that would be the one time she would. So, what I'm hearing is that Fausti has divine secrets of some kind. Something like that. Uh, ah, she's, uh, what are they called? The Great Worm. He's a Great Worm. <laughs> That only ups the scene hey, like five. It's fine. So theoretically, you know, purely in a hypothetical situation, if we were trying to get him to get an orb that sucks dragon essence and 
we're using a combined a, a two-pronged approach of uh uh, 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 booty slash negotiation and also heisting. I would abandon the seduction aspect if you know it's good for you. But, I mean, I'm not you. See, I'm not getting anything you said as to why you abandon the seduction. You just have to replace his one dragon essence sucking thing with a different dragon essence sucking thing. Also, <laughs> that's a fair trade. <laughs> you may you may have you may have mentioned you may have uh misunderstood what I meant when I said that he is in control of his of his physicality and urges. Uh also, booty slash interrogation is my beastie voice cover band. Negotiation. Booty okay. slash negotiation. The booty go. negotiation. The Bo uh, booty negotiation is my sex pistol what, cover band. What what I mean from that is that even beyond most dragons, Faust is always in control. He has never once let his emotions get the better of him, or his impulses rule his decisions. Right, but he does fuck, right? I can only imagine, but probably only when he chooses to. I mean, you just gotta get him well, to Well, I mean, too. it's not like I'm not gonna get consent. No, but by which I mean you will never seduce him. You will only make it line up in a way that he approves of it. I don't see That's the issue. Seducing, <laughs> seducing is cannot you cannot you cannot exploit lying. attraction. You can only make things convenient. Because I get. I mean, you can try. I will certainly give you the chance. I will certainly give that there is a non-zero chance. I mean, I, can I be honest with you? Like, the idea that this is going to be some kind of manipulation aspect is only an it's only a side part of this. At this point, for me, Kendall just legitimately wants booty. Look, just convenient to take advantage like every, of. Like everything you said has just made this dragon hotter to me. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like like the, the 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 seduction as part of the the underhanded aspect of it has never actually been on Kendall's mind. That's just the opening for once you know pillow talk. Hey, we also want to talk to you about this. Yeah, the, the dragon the, dick has always been the end goal since this conversation started. Sleeping with Faust is not a is not a dust knight's goal. That's personal for Kendall. Right. Yeah. He likes him emotionally unavailable. What can we say? <laughs> I mean, that did make it at least thirty percent hotter. Big, you're not no. big. I can fix him vibes right there. No, no, no. Very much I, not. I, I, I was gonna say. I feel like it was big, no strings attached. By yeah. yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you'll never have strings attached with Faust in that regard. Faust just playing the clip of Ultron all over, uh, over and over again. There are no strings on me. <laughs> yeah, the streeters. Uh, I mean, you're welcome to try, um, but 
I'm glad I have your permission. Thank you. I didn't think. Ah. I don't think you needed it. That was sarcasm, sweetie. Uh, but uh, I can't. I cannot think of a single thing that would help you in that regard because, like I said, if he, if he does feel sexual attraction, I have never seen it influence a decision he's made. Well, the decision we want him to make is to fuck Kendall. Yeah. I don't know how to get to that decision. Basically. <laughs> you're, you're not a surprise. You're you're off. You're off with Till. I, I wish I was there. I mean, I, I, I can, really I can, like I can, the idea. Yeah, that's very understandable. I, I am fully in support of the idea that surprise pop their head through the bulkhead Whoa. just to say that and then popped back out. Now it's canon. Yeah, fair enough. I will allow this. You were already <laughs> headed somewhere anyway. You could have just walked by, heard that, leaned in, said that, and kept going. There you go. Never mind. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, Srita, I I genuinely don't know how to help you get to that decision. Oh no, I wasn't Meanwhile, looking for help getting to that decision. on the decision. other side. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking for help in getting to that decision. I was just seeing if, like, you know, there was there, there was any horror, like, like over-the-top warning that you had for me, which what you said definitely doesn't count. Fair enough. Uh, I've never heard of him. So I would consider him vicious uh, and ruthless. Hot. I have never heard of him being pointlessly malicious, I should say. Even better. He's pointlessly malicious. Every time, every time someone has stepped to him, they have gone down in flames and horrendously. But he's never, as far as I know, from my understanding from Victory, never caused massacres, especially without cause. So he is an appropriate level of evil, is what you're saying. A hot level of evil. As if there is a hot level of evil, then yes, he is it. Oh, there's a fucking hot level of evil. Kendall, are we talking about hot in the attractive sense or the fire sense? Because, like, they mentioned fire. I mean, a little I think of both. both, to be honest. Okay. But mostly, mostly the first. Okay. She just makes another note. Wait. Basically, whatever you do, don't make him your enemy. His, his, he's a black dragon. His enemies can't have gone down in fiery destruction. That's not how it works. It would have been acid. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, whatever you do, don't make him your enemy. I mean, not the plan. Because if you make him your enemy, uh, I will have to tender my resignation from the Dust Knights. Listen, I'm just saying, a little bit of hate fucking is good, but like not over the top. Mm -hmm. No, no. This is, like, I definitely don't... It's explicitly over the top. You're not wrong. Um, no, I'm not looking. I'm not looking to make an enemy out of him. Clearly, I mean, fair. We're looking to. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking to make friends, and then also say, hey. Also, we're looking to try and get this thing. Is that something that might interest you? 
And somebody steals it in the process. Well, that's not my fault. We might be able to steal it under the cover of Kindle screens. Something. This is going to be an interesting situation. I look forward to seeing you try. Thank you. I look forward to trying. Uh, anything else I can help with? Nope, that would be it. Thank you very much. Have fun planning to try and lay the emotionally... Uh, Look, sex is entirely physical. It's nothing to do with unavailable. I was going. I was going to say um, masterminded, but I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out a way how you describe someone who is in complete control of their own emotions. Emotionally, it's not that he doesn't feel them; it's that he controls them. Repressed. Repressed implies that it's involuntary. Oh, it can be voluntary, but it's still repression. It's something. It's something like how a monk achieves a sense a sense of self and detachment. But well, he's not. He's monk, nothing he's like a monk. Discipline. So he's you're saying like he, uh, So you, so you're saying he's into tantric stuff. <laughs> he has a diamond monk. How many other monks other does things. Kendall know besides Till? I mean, personally. There's the fuck monks of the of the wet archipelago, but I don't know if they qualify for what your description of monk is. <laughs> do they use their key? Then yes, it can. They do use their key. Well, there you go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let's just say flurry of blows means lots of things over there. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, also Kindle emotionally disciplined, we'll say. Tell. I think is the word that I was going to use. Tantric. Sure. I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain that Faust can literally read his emotions like a book and decide whether or not he wants to follow any of them. Sounds tantric to me. I think this conversation has ended. <laughs> Narrators <laughs> note: Kendall does not understand tantra. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is narrator yeah. voice. It was not tantric. Meanwhile, surprise until return to Vezax's uh, shop, uh, where a uh, a, a second goblin is present speaking with Bezak when you enter. This one, uh, different set of uh, rebreathers and different set of like cybernetic augmentations that are all over them. Um, this one, uh, most immediately distinguishable from Bezak, though, <laughs> is the fact that their eyes glow a vibrant purple as opposed to Bezak's yellow. Hello! Uh, as, you, as you enter, both of them look and Bezak goes... Uh, Ah, it is good to see that you have arrived. Uh, this is my compatriot, Tyrell. Uh, they will be the one who is willing to uh, bargain with you. I have I have negotiated a fair price. Uh, he is willing to part. Uh, as he looks over to the other one, Tyrell. 
Uh, goes, yes, I will part with this bag of holding for you for 300 gold credits, if you so desire. Seems like a eminently reasonable bargain to me. Until we'll surprise have access to. Not that many. Sorry, just had to look it up. No worries. Uh, until we'll shoot uh, three hundred uh, from the uh, party account over to uh, Terrell. And the uh, goblin looks at it, looks at the transaction. Very well. And sort of hands out this this bag. Um, the, the the typical design that you would see in a D and D bag of holding is still there, but the face is decidedly goblinoid uh, uh-huh. uh, on the side of the bag. Oh, cool, I love it. Excellent. Until uh, takes it, pops it open, and then jams his arm down as far as it'll go. Yep, all the way up to the shoulder. Wonderful. And then just hands it over to a uh, surprise. Hang on to that one, then. I'm going to do great things with this. Can't wait to see. I'm already working on updating your mini. Well, uh, and of course, uh, to officially concede uh, to our acquisition of this assignment. We'll be happy to take this uh, job in exchange for the installation of the jump drive. Very well. A crew will be out to your ship to, to, to begin installation by the time you retire. Excellent. And I don't know if there's, like, thumbprints on paperwork that we need yeah, to do or whatever. He'll, he'll but, hand yeah. you basically a stack of contracts. To right, yeah. Yep. And yeah, Till just very carefully read through all of those. He's not expecting anything particular. The contract uh, is straightforward. Gob- yeah. Goblins are not fine print kind of kind of people. Like, right. Mm-hmm. The, the, basic, the basic gist of it is uh, for this job, you're not on a specific time limit, but if you are seen and detected by Goblin Trade Empire, which covers most of the galaxies so and it's very mm-hmm. easy to do, as derelict in your mission, then the next time you encounter anyone affiliated, they will be obligated to repossess uh, to repossess the jump drive. Okay. Yep. Till just drop his uh his signatures on there as leader and representative of the Dust Knights, blah 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 blah. Engine to be installed on the vessel Akundalar, formerly Frozen Fang, scavenged, etc., etc. All right, um, we'll report in as soon as we have a result on this for you. Then, very well. I look forward to seeing the results of your mission. And see, I think this is the beginning of excellent business. One can only hope. Come on. It was right there. They're not going to say the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Come on. I, I heard it. I heard it. And then I was disappointed. <laughs> beginning of a beautiful friendship. We were so close. All right. Well. He's a businessman. He's not here to make friends. Right. He conducts business. I was going to say. Understood are... things you never could. Yeah, I was going to say. Friends are fantastic. Profitable business partnerships are excellent, though. Well, uh, we'll let you get back to that then, and we look forward to seeing your crew in action. 
Uh, surprise a word on the way back, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, surprise is examining the outside of the bag right now. Uh, just so I can make good analysis on this thing, uh, since you've volunteered to sort of take point on the heist branch of this whole operation, how many of those, just as a rough estimate, have you successfully completed, would you say? The prize was uh, in with criminals for like at least. Yeah, five I would years. say you, you you probably have experience doing a heist or two. Nothing on this scale, but you've definitely stolen from people on a sort of a heist style before. Oh, it looks funny. Can I do an insight on that? You roll insight. <laughs> Nineteen. Oh, yeah. I'll just give it to you. Surprise <laughs> is generally just seemingly uh, confident, right? Yep. About stuff they're excited about. Well, fantastic. So probably not. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, uh, in terms of the teams on this one, I'll probably deploy myself and Kendall to accompany you. Or no, uh, sorry, myself and. Uh, Mistle to accompany you on this one as backup. Well, that's fantastic. Mistle's right. so little she can go all sorts of places. Uh, I'm no slouch at being unseen myself, but Mistle makes me look clumsy sometimes. So yeah, I think I think that'll be a that'll be a decent decent trio to handle this side of things should it become overtly necessary. Hmm. Meanwhile, your diplomacy group is the Eladrin that wants to sleep with the dragon, the uh, socially awkward engineer, and the uh, personification of justice in the form of an ethereal. You couldn't ask for a better team. I have a seven charisma. And Jasira. And Jasira. Okay, that's fair. I'm not stupid. I will will point out I I will point out, Jack, out of character, you may have already considered uh-huh. this. Just us is sneaky as fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Coltarn is not. I was gonna say, Coltarn definitely isn't. Um, yeah. My no, stealth, Till my is, stealth still, is plus one. Till is still deciding where he wants just us in this, depending on what other information we acquire before we land on the planetoid. Mm-hmm. Both both just us and I are happy wherever you put us. I just, I wasn't sure if you remembered that Dex is one of just us's top stats. I had uh, not actually, so that's and, good information. And they have, have proficiency in stealth, so just us's stealth is a plus nine. Okay. Oh, very cool. And st- doesn't wear heavy armor, right? Does not wear heavy armor for okay. exactly that reason. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Go, go, go. Yeah, Coltarn's dexterity is twelve. That's why he rides a mech. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's technically like battle armor or whatever it is, but statistically, mm-hmm. it's it's identical right. to stud of the leather. For sure, for sure. Mm. All right, uh, but yeah, no, uh, that was all that uh, Till needed to talk to Surprise about on the way back. Uh, so yeah, just head back to the Akundalar and wait for some goblins to get us. A J intake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by by the time that you have arrived back, there is a crew. Uh, uh, 
not all goblins, but significantly goblins. There's a number of other individuals uh, who are present as well. Goblins. But significantly goblins is my they might be giants cover band. <laughs> I was trying to think of what would be a good band. There you go. <laughs> uh, it, it appears to be uh, about fifty percent of the of the crew working on this as goblins. Uh, the other half appears to be composed of a combination of uh, gnolls. Um, a there's a couple of centaurs, uh, a uh, um, and a what appears to be a half ogre. Ooh, like an ogron. <laughs> yeah. Bear. No, just an og. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, they the the half ogre is lugging the the vast the like the. There's, there's, the the size of a, the size of, of jump drive that is going to operate a vessel this massive is huge. It is the size of a small vehicle, um, uh, and he's sort of lugging it behind him on the sort of hover trolley as as he as he brings it in, as he brings it on board the Akundalar and moves it down towards the engineering bay to try and get it loaded in. Um. Uh. Meanwhile, uh, while the crew is getting to work, uh, surprise, you wanted to do some work. Yes. Um, so the bag of holding has uh, numerous different ways that it can be damaged and destroyed. Uh, surprise wants to very carefully use the outside of it to sew it into uh, the cloth body. Are is there it, any checks that I have to make for that? Is this so? I will ask a couple of questions. Is this just to make it difficult to take from you? Because I will note that you can carry objects on your person as you phase, so you could still phase through walls while just carrying it on. Mm, no, I want it. I just this is I. I, you, I want you want you want it. You want to have a pocket of holding on your outfit. Well, um, so there is the there is the risk of damaging the item as you try and incorporate it into your outfit. Um, so you would need to roll an Arcana check. And what tools do you have for fishing? Do you have Taylor's tools or anything? Um, I don't know. Not sure. I do. I have. Not sure. Nope, I got thieves' tools. Yeah, so you you would need an appropriate artisan's tools proficiency to really do most of the sewing work. That said, when you have someone who can do that or are the person who can do that, uh, the Arcana check to make sure that the magic isn't damaged would be made at an advantage because you are an ethereal who is very familiar with the process of working enchantments into your body. And I need to wander around the ship and find out who can sew. Xander. I was say, Xander technically has proficiency in every tool. All right. Oh, then eventually I'm going to make my way over to Xander. <laughs> yeah. So Xander is like in the middle of like working in a uh, uh, like a small circuit board onto one of these drones as you approach. You can see it comes like very, very slight sparks just. Hey, best buddy. 
My so very first friend on the ship. Looks up, lifts his welding mask. Oh, hey, surprise, what's up? I hear you can sew. Yeah, I can. I'm typically pretty handy with most tools. Jeremy, what's chronologically, you said there was a project. <laughs> Let's not pre let's not pretend that she wouldn't be offended anyway. Absolutely, she would. <laughs> Kendall uh, has proficiency in being offended. <laughs> sure. What's, uh, so, what's the idea? Um, surprise! Pulls out the bag of holding and says, "I need a pocket." Interesting. Um, I'm not that much of a magic worker, so I'll need your help with making sure the enchantment stays. I you. I got you. We can do this. You use the needle, I'll use the magic. We can make this happen. All right. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Coltarn can keep working on that. Uh, he, yeah. says, uh, he sort of stands up. Coltarn, who's actively also working on the drones ne ne nearby. I've got it. Oh, I'm sure that's not important. Uh, and he will he will uh, sort of put the take the welding mask off, strap it to his belt, uh, reach reach into uh like like pull pull his wrist out and sort of like hold it upside down and just sort of hit a button on the bottom of his wrist and a like a bit of hard light sort of manifests in front of his hand and sort of forms a pair of sewing needles that he just sort of picks up the hard light needles out of out of the air and sort of reaches into his reaches into his he's his, adapted to his, space well <laughs> uh uh reaches in reaches into his tool belt and pulls out some uh like very impressive and, and like fine looking thread and it's like uh, this is typically reagent class thread so it should do the job he says as he sort of pulls that out do you have some shears uh yeah he pulls out a pair of shears oh surprise we'll take those and just sort of cut a hole right across the front of her face <laughs> as the rest of you now see where this is going <laughs> So you want you a want mouth to, of holding? You want the you want to literally eat things to hold them? Okay, I think we can do this. They say only slightly muffled. I love it. Okay, um, we're gonna have. Now... Jeremy, have to... <laughs> surprise has a mouth like havoc. I will now give the rest of you the image that I made of surprise's new mouth. We're gonna have to add some fabric to let out the headspace so that you have the capacity to open your mouth as wide as the bag can be opened. That makes sense. Otherwise, well, otherwise, otherwise you're just kind of ruining the, the 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 opening on the bag anyway. Here, you're you're better at the sewing stuff. Yeah, and so he will get to work. As by the end of this, if he is successful, you will have. Uh, a mouth that is two feet in diameter. <laughs> I need to make adjustments to this mini hang on. Not always going to open that wide. No, it won't always open that wide, but it'll have the capacity you're getting, to open. You're that turning wide. into Jack Skellington. This is fantastic. Like, I could not on, be happier. Full on Jack Skellington right there. All right, go ahead and roll me an Arcana check with advantage. Just All right. head trash cans open, puts things inside. Watch me destroy this bag of holding that Till just paid for. It's okay. I legitimately, I do have replicate magic. I have one inspiration. It's one of my infusions. If I need uh, your, it. Your DC was 15. You don't need it. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, and Xander is going to make this check. He's going to add a proficiency, even though I'm not the only thing that has it right now. Xander, you want to roll? No. <laughs> Just no. With advantage. Better. Okay. Uh, it, because you made you made the Arcana check, it wasn't that difficult of a sewing job. Um, I will give him my inspiration if he needs it. Sure. We'll let him roll again. Even better. Yes. All right. I'm marking down my inspiration. So with a 21. Um, so yeah, it, it, it takes him the better part of a couple of hours to make sure that everything is fitted properly. Um, but eventually, yes, he is able to sew the bag of holding <laughs> into your head in the place of your mouth. Uh, you're planes for a while about being bored. Yeah, we'll sit still if you want this job done right. And yeah, eventually, you you have your head has now acquired this weird poppet-like uh, 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 physicality to it. It's sort of floppy because of how much extra space is inside of it. Nice, uh, I got a fidget toy. Uh, but you, your head now has the capacity to like, literally like trash can, just peel back uh, so that it can open up wide enough to put things in like a bag of holding. Nice. Like this you know, like like oogie, like oogie boogies, like oogie boogies head, basically, just like. Oh my god, that kicks ass! <laughs> now you've got a mouth. Yeah. What's that mouth do? Oh, quite a lot. <laughs> Swallows the world. Uh, all can relate. <laughs> Why did you just eat the dragon ball? Kendall can also relate. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going there. Or may be able to soon. A plus. I'm very proud. If you want to store that sword somewhere safe, we can now just store it in surprise. <laughs> Please tell me that just absolutely needlessly there are just like horrible eating noises. <laughs> Cookie Monster. I will yeah, note that this is not this is not without drawbacks because, as always, there is the danger of the bag being punctured. Now that danger is incorporated into you being killed. Look, well, yeah, but it, it was likely to get destroyed if it was on my person and I got killed anyway. And look on the bright side. Now, if we actually really do need to kill Surprise, we just have to cram a portable hole in there. Hmm? <laughs> hey, surprise, eat this pizza. Uh, I'm sorry. There are too many things for me to make jokes about at this point. <laughs> Sword swallowing, cramming things in. I mean, pace yourselves, people. I'm never going to regret this decision. Look, surprise is now capable of deep throating the galaxy. <laughs> 500 pounds of the galaxy. Let's be understandable of the actual limitations. I mean, hey, that's more than well, any of us wrestlers can do. Why supporting the whole thing by themselves? You'd expect to have help in this kind of situation. Now, also, we could also <laughs> just stick a stick in Surprise's mouth and, like, carry them around like a flag. <laughs> <laughs> this is our surprise bindle. <laughs> surprise is going to show it off, right? their arm down there you know, <laughs> and just folding their entire body inside. 
So by the time walks by, by stops, <laughs> looks over, and goes, "Well, there's a new life goal," and keeps walking. <laughs> so by by the time it's finished, surprise because you can't fit your entire self inside the bag because your face is the bag. Um, well, yeah, but I can fit my whole body in the bag. Oh yeah. So the 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 end result is that surprise becomes a disembodied head on the ground. <laughs> with no jaw, with a bit of claw with, sticking out. Of I was her gonna mouth. say with with part of her neck sticking out of her mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I I look down at the. Um, are you okay, surprise? Surprise! I'm not fun. Do you need yeah. help? I'm going Do you to need assume help unfolding. Actually, before this happens, Till just wanders in. See surprise there. I'm assuming that this is like, you know, there's metallic uh, uh, structural supports and stuff. Usually yeah. the kind that have at least a few holes drilled in them. Yeah, yeah. And he just two points surprise through one of the holes. <laughs> Since she's roughly the size of a basketball at this point. Yeah, I just Amazing. play basketball with surprise. <laughs> Cheers when you make the shot. Uh, <laughs> um. Till, that is our crew member. We have a fantastic crew, don't we? We need def- <laughs> I need to construct an HR department, I'm just now realizing. That point, Mistel comes in. Can I play with them? Oh. Gestures to surprise, who is probably, you know, kind of bouncing in a corner somewhere now. <laughs> Look. Mistel at- tries to balance on surprise. <laughs> At this point, a nature <laughs> department pointless because the worst has already been reached. No, it hasn't. Don't don't tempt us. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I didn't do that on purpose <laughs> to set a bar for right. us to either leapfrog over or limbo under, I... depending on. I put a I, I I just have a in in my cyber eye I just have articles about how to form your first HR department read and that I'm reading through while I'm working on the drones. I I think uh, surprise probably does have just enough control that with a little bit of effort, uh, I would say taking ten in a situation where you're not stressed out it takes a dexterity check if you're trying to do it quickly or in a situation where it's dangerous to disgorge yourself from your mouth when, nice. you, when you when you run your rolled up like that. Good. <laughs> it would be really shitty if she did it and then realized they couldn't okay. undo it. Right. <laughs> Disgorging oh. yourself from your mouth is the name right. of my Gene Simmons cover band. <laughs> I would say, like, when you're not stressed and you're in a relaxed situation, you can just do it by taking time. You don't need to roll for it every time. But if you're trying to do it in a stressful situation or on like on command really quickly, it will take a dexterity roll to like unravel yourself if you rolled up like that. That's what they said. <laughs> you know, I'm not entirely sure how this particular game became the objectively horniest of Final Show Films games. <laughs> Hi, I'm your sex-positive storyteller. But I'm glad that it has. I named an entire I named an entire island after a goddess's tit. 
<laughs> not still not as horny as this. No, one. that was that was that was Shawnee like claiming the sex positive GM title. Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> it's not a zero sum game. You can have more than one GM that's sex positive. Exactly. exactly. And ideally, uh, you do. Ideally, you should have more than yes. one GM who's sex positive. Uh, but, uh, with that done, <laughs> what are the rest of you doing for the next couple of days oh. while, uh, while Xander and Coltarn finish building your crew? Finish building the crew. <laughs> I have a funny response, but I think there's a more serious one that I have to think about. Practice. The funnier response is, no, no. Doing the doing the the Stardust equivalent of Googling Dragon Anatomy. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say stretching. Like I exercises. said, like I said, practice. Mistral uh, is just very curious about oh no. this side of things and just hangs out with Kindle, asking question after question. I mean, Dragon Anatomy, oh as it turns out, uh, is quite varied, both in draconic form and also based on the fact that a lot of them are shapeshifters. Yep. Sorry, if Till asks for uh, Kendall's report from what Strita and Jasira knew, is there anything that she doesn't tell him? No. Okay. Because I don't think she thinks. Detail. I don't think she thinks any of this is inappropriate. And also, I think we've established that Kendall is an oversharer when it doesn't involve her emotions or anything that could hurt her personally. Okay. Well, Till keeps his uh, face schooled fairly calmly uh, during the entire recitation, uh, and then I'm definitely going to insight check that. Sure. Mm. I guess that should be better as a deception than a than a charisma save. Then, uh, I mean, it would be same, the same same role. modifier, isn't it? Yeah, same modifier either way. So yeah, fifteen. I mean, the odds are real good. I'm just saying I have a negative one to insight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, fine. Till Till is as unflappable as always, yep. um, and then goes off to do research. There was something said during that conversation about. Uh, the fact that Faust likes secrets and information, apparently. Yeah. And see if he can, obviously, we would probably have better luck on Volkir, but he's going to start seeing if he can find any records on Faust's previous investigations, as it were, especially any that turned up unsuccessful by all reports. Basically, what sort of secrets are out there that he might still be wanting to know that we might be able to come along and offer mm. should we be able to access them? Interesting, interesting. Roll me investigation. Oh, I'm I terrible I have to admit that. that I was so distracted during that conversation by the fact that Kendall wanted to fuck the dragon that I didn't pay attention for any other line of approach that we might get from that information. <laughs> uh, can I co-opt Just Us to help me for advantage on this one? Sure, absolutely. She's Just Us is already doing research on Pimpin. I've yeah, got I, it I was going to say, that's what we're doing. All right. 
Uh, would you also like to have guidance? Because Just Us could provide that as well. If Just Us is down for it, I'll take a D4. Sure. Okay. Drop you're, one if you're doing it in the same room where we are. That's a 12. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Faust is politically known uh, in, in, in high circles, so it's not too difficult to find some kind of information about them. Um... They have, uh, whenever Faust's investigations go public, it's usually because somebody got their shit kicked in. Okay. Um, typically speaking, his, his quests for personal knowledge, uh, are not that well known. He's a, he's a subject of a lot of gossip, obviously, because there's, you know, an ancient, powerful black dragon that moves among the movers and shakers of every major government. Uh, but as far as, like, situations where Faust's activities have become, like, his, his, his personal activities, rather than just his presence, has mm -hmm. become public knowledge, have usually been somebody tried to fuck with the dragon and quickly found out. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, the, like, the, the most recent one that you find is a, uh, a, a human, a human conglomerate, um, who had arrogantly, uh, titled themselves the Dragon Slayers, uh, in regards to trying to, uh, limit and restrict draconic influence in, in Republic of Kingdoms, uh, very quickly found themselves, uh, liquidated, first financially and then physically. Right. Excellent. Good for him. Hmm. Well, he's very effective. Does he in those reports, does it does it usually turn out that he does confront his own problems directly a lot of the time? He doesn't necessarily always send his uh, his personal assassin or uh or muscle for hire or anything. Yeah, it seems like Faust is a very limited um selection of cohorts. Okay. Uh, he doesn't seem to be the kind of dragon who likes a horde of minions. Okay. His his compatriots are the few but the elite. Right. Uh, Goes for quality over quantity. Yeah. yeah his, his his personal assassin Gora has been theoretically implied to be involved in a number of high profile kills, but has never been pinned to anything. Uh, I assume you're going to share that one. Oh yeah, no. All 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 the research will be made publicly available because hey, we're all in this together. Everybody needs to be in the know. And there are rumors that Faust has other individuals that they are closely associated with, but the only one who is like a really publicly known figure on the same scale as Faust is Gora because she acts as his bodyguard and is always right. seen where he is seen usually. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Well, that's something to work with at least. Mm. Okay. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Till will mostly just be doing research over the next couple days. And yeah, unless he, he, anybody does not, he does comes. not seem to be afraid to get his hands dirty. Yep. When somebody crosses him, they can expect to be confronted by the dragon himself. Cool. And he'll take a long shot out for the occasional uh, practice run. Hmm. Roll me an insight check. Okay. That's a 19. So you uh you're you're just sort of practicing with long shot and just sort of uh taking your aim down sights and uh as you sort of pick further and further targets, you start picking things that you're not even certain that you can quite hit. Um and as you as you do, 
and you sort of level the sight and you're you're just sort of focusing trying to judge your trying to judge your angle and almost like a ghostly presence as you sort of like think about it and you're sort of focusing you feel like a slight nudge on the on the side of the sight as your as your aim adjusts just by a degree as you pull the trigger and you find that the shot lands dead on on your target he'll kind of pop his head up glance i'm assuming nobody seems to be within yeah there's nobody nearby right. then he'll drop down and he'll sight in as best he can again and then intentionally let it drift just like half a degree off of point yeah and as you as you do as you let it drift you sort of again you sort of feel that presence in this so almost almost like someone just literally sticks a finger out and pushes right, the just, sight in the right direction mm-hmm. And then he'll take that second shot. Dead on. Nice to meet you, whoever you are. Uh, let me pull up the thing here. I need to pull my library up because this is in my notes. It's uh, my Stardust DM's companion. There we are. Uh, so yeah, as you as you look around and just sort of try and focus, you look around and you see like it's difficult to see because they're not fully there. Mm-hmm. But you almost think that you see like like you would see in a ghost story, the sort of like faint afterimage of a of a person. Okay, appear. Let's see. It almost seems to be standing next to you, and then they're gone. He's not going to push it too much right now, but just kind of make a mental note of that. And like the corrective drift, it wasn't, it didn't feel like, oh, there's a, there's a gyroscopic corrector in here that I just hadn't noticed before. It wasn't like mechanical or technological in any sense. It felt like an outside. Yeah. It felt like literally like someone just sort of reached out and adjusted Mm -hmm. your aim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. We're going to have to see how that plays out then. In an alternate universe, Till comes back to the ship and loads a pistol. Gun range is haunted. (laughs) (laughs) If nobody else has anything, Surprise should probably uh, do some research too. What are you looking into? Um... All right, surprise doesn't surprise has sort of been put in charge of the heist. Uh, probably can't find anything about directly about the planetoid, uh, but they're interested in finding out uh, various interactions with the planetoid, like people who have been confirmed to have gone there. Um, things that have been confirmed to have been sold to the Black Dragon, like um, to Faust, uh, like those weapons that Coltarn knows about, which ones yeah. specifically, and yeah. what capabilities do they have? Uh, roll me investigation. Do you want me to, uh, well, if, uh, if I'm being asked about it, do you want me to make a roll? or? Yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, you can also roll that. Advantage? Yes. Investigation. Oh yeah, my best dad. Yeah. Natural twenty. 
Nineteen's not bad. Yep. Nineteen's not bad. So on the on the what weapon specifically from the from the Starbreaker Arms perspective, as you sort of look back in at your family records that you have access to, basically because you are a member of Starbreaker Arms, um, you find that all all the all the records that are armaments sold to Faust are typically um, uh, planetary defense weapons, uh, and are uh, have been sold and picked up by the dragon uh, and transported somewhere, uh, never have been brought to anywhere to be installed. I need to step into the kitchen for a second. I can still hear you, and I'm sharing all this with surprise. So, yeah. Um, the uh, the weapons uh, are typically um, high-end. He doesn't seem to have spared any expense on the weapons that he's purchased. Um, and he has purchased a large number of, like, uh, ground to space defense cannons uh anti-air artillery uh basically everything that is designed to gun down any number of ships trying to board the planet that are not allowed to be there um and i'm hearing i'm hearing large scale parts yes that are aimed to attack big things generally although you do are also hearing like flat guns and other like traditional anti-air in case they manage to get close enough to, like, deploy fighters or anything. So... Um, can I, I find would... anything out about who, uh, like, any people who have been to the planetoid? Uh, so, yeah, with the 19... And, and, and one more thing is that, uh, specifically what they didn't purchase, at least from Starbreaker Arms, they did not appear to purchase much, if any, in the way of, like, ground defenses. Yeah. Oh. They they did not appear to purchase any, like, individual turret systems or anything. Anything that would be more directly aimed at someone standing on the ground. rather than I was noticing that. Space. I would interpret this information to mean that likely he's confident in his own ability to defend his horde, or in that of his associates, like this Gora. Um... Uh, but with with the nineteen on your investigation, um, it sounds like uh, individuals have been to this planetoid, um, but typically speaking, anyone who has been there has been brought there via teleportation. Um, no one on record has ever been there by space journey. At least, no one who has lived to tell the tale. Uh, everyone oh. who everyone who has been everyone who has been to the planetoid and come back did so by invitation of Furial Faust. Is there is there anything that I can get my hands on where anybody has discussed what the planetoid looks like, like? I'm I'm more interested in the internals of it, like blueprint type stuff, than finding the planetoid right now. Yeah, um, surprise is just assuming somebody else is going to take care of that. Yeah, nobody nobody's discussed a floor plan. Um, as might be obvious, Faust probably wouldn't let people discuss that kind of information. Um, but uh, you do get uh, at least one person has sort of in very flowery language and sort of biopic style described their visit there. That's what I'm um, looking for. 
uh, at which point you the description that you get is that the planet itself is like a tundra. Uh, their 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 visitation when they were shown the exterior, uh, the exterior of the planet is like a ball of ice and snow. They describe the the massive towers of defense turrets laid out uh, dotted across the landscape, but nothing of note aside from just the beautiful emptiness of a of a completely snowbound planet, as if it was Ingvar's uh, or uh, Ingmar Ingmar's own domain. Um, did you say Ingvar? Ingmar. <laughs> As if it were Ingmar's own domain. The crossover um, we didn't expect. <laughs> definitely want now. Yeah. <laughs> Which character was Ingvar? My, my werewolf. werewolf. I was going right, to say. Right. Um, Just imagine a, a werewolf hopping into a spaceship like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Oh, wait, that planetoid, that's my domain. I mean, there's a whole planet full of people that are werewolves that hop into spaceships. Like, what the fuck? Uh, but the, the interior they describe as being um, comfortable, but not ostentatious uh, in, in, the, in the sense of uh, the design is, is meant to uh, be uh, appropriately comfortable for the people that are a guess or B live there. Uh, it doesn't seem like Faust is bothered by any particular desire to show off his wealth. There's not like gold plating everywhere. And he, while he does have a throne room, it is more literally just a sense of this is where I meet guests and entertain their questions and information. Uh, it's not really a this is where I show off everything that I have. It is very much a, a plainly adorned, like, single slightly raised dais where his throne sits and then a table for people to speak to him um the place is well lit um with purple ever burning torches uh the the place is kept at a temperature that would be considered um slightly chilled but generally comfortable um and Romantic. the uh uh, the general aesthetic atmosphere is very uh, um, muted. The primary colors are blacks and reds. In a lot of in a lot of cases, the uh, um, the what what decoration is there is largely functional. Um, the 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 carpet serves as a this is the path you walk when you want to talk to me or how to get around. The uh, the uh, decorations on the walls all seem to be informational that are pointing you where you're going, um, and only and are only ever informational for people who are guests. There's nothing that's like secret documents this way because uh -huh. anyone who works there is expected to know where everything is. But they the would point out where you were expected to go. Yeah, and thus something that isn't decorated is not somewhere a guest should be. Generally, which like is it, relevant. If there if there is no decoration, you are not meant to be there. Essentially, which is where we want to be. Yeah. If there if there if there is no indicator that this is what like if there's no sign or decoration that says here's what this room is, you're not meant to be there. Like the the areas the, the areas that have er, areas that have been designated have been like guest chambers or uh, the throne room or. Um, like front foyers or uh, even kitchens are places that guests are allowed to wander. Um, 
but anywhere that is not marked is off limits as far as the person who is returned from their conversation with Faust has has indicated. I want you, to, I want to download a copy of this. Yeah. And so it's, it's written in flowery language. It is written by someone who is writing their own biopic. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that that one time that I got to meet the famous Furial Faust, you know. Faustian holiday. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little picture of a dude on a, on a Vespa with a black dragon head coming over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, <clears throat> uh, I have a question. Yes, and we can do this later. Absolutely, but are there potentially we're still we're still docked, right? Yes, you got you got a day or two before you're before the crew's ready to take off. Do I know through my exploits across the uh, across this city? Do I know of any? Decent level bards or trickery clerics. Possibly. What are you looking for? I am looking for somebody to cast modify memory on me, so I don't know about the heist version of this. Oh. I would say that you can probably get someone to do that for you, especially. Like, is it fair to say? I was going to say, is it fair to say that in my night at the nightclub, I came across a bard who has the ability to erase people's memories? I would say that yes. You, you, you okay. do probably do know you, someone who can do question, that. Do you clarify this plan with the rest of us so we know not to bring up the information in front of you afterwards? Yes. <laughs> I am going to tell Mistle. So I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. This is actually for... I'm doing this for actually my own well-being. Okay. So obviously I'm gonna go after that Dragon D, right? Uh, uh yes. Yeah. So... I, I feel like that's I what know, we've been discussing for two days. I yeah. know that Surprise is gonna do the high side of it. And... Yeah, I, I think I'm helping with that. Based on everything we know... It's best if I don't know about that. Okay. So I'm going to get the memory of that pulled out and thrown in the garbage. Okay. So you I... just know that your mission is to seduce right. the dragon. Okay. Because I would want to... Let me tell you. I have... I've... I've kind of had... Fausty on the bucket list for a while now, to be honest. Okay. Till so, is, is nowhere near this conversation, right? Probably. As far as I'm aware. Okay. All right. Cool. If Till walks into the conversation, Till walks into the conversation. I can't stop that. That's up to you. I'm gonna roll a d20. Hmm. But I, if, I, if if you fail, I'll read you what I've written so far for just us. On a 19, I feel like Till can walk in on the Fausti's been on the bucket list for a while. Yeah. Is that okay? Absolutely. 
hundred percent. I thought we started off this conversation with you saying he was the same age as your father and that wasn't okay and inappropriate and gross. You can want things that are not good. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to go check in on uh, just us as report then. Uh, carry on with whatever this is. <laughs> Listen, some things may not be... You may recognize that some things are, like, wrong on every level and still at the same time say... But what if? Yeah, there's like you, four. There's like four kinks I can think of on top on the top of my head that are right around that. Right. The the words you can recognize were said to the back of Till's head, and then he was gone for the rest of that sentence. She but continues the sentence. Oh yeah, no, anyway. I, I I do not what? anticipate any change whatsoever. When he leaves, Mistel will just look at Kendall and say, "I think he's still into you." I really do, and you it, know, I I think we maybe shouldn't talk about this in front of him because it might make him feel bad. I mean, so okay, can I share something with you? Uh huh. I'm kind of doing it on purpose to see if it breaks him out. Not saying that I'm all for it, but like keeping that stuff back and trying to pretend like everything's normal when it's clearly not isn't okay is this a way you seduce it's one of the ways okay she like <laughs> takes out her notepad and writes it down can I, an in, can I ask for an insight check from kendall by the way sure 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 why not because oh, this I will certainly go better than it has <laughs> perfect excellent that's wonderful it. That's it. No notes. Natural one makes it a zero for those listening at home. I love everything about this. So, anyway, back to the point. Yes. Yeah, we're going to make you forget stuff. Yeah, if things go bad, I don't want to be in the know. So, I, there was... You remember when I went to the bar because you guys went to your own you guys went your own way and I didn't think I was invited and yeah, I am so really sorry about it's that. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. I totally get it. It's fine. Okay. Um So there was a bard there. I only remember him because he's a very talented bard. Okay. His name is Fizzle Snatch and no one lay. knows why. Yeah, right over Mistel's head. Yeah. Okay, yeah. His name is something, I'm not sure what, it, I, I I don't remember it specifically at the moment. I think I wrote it down in my phone as, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gordon Fizzles. Tongue! I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> what, what? Tongue. Okay, tongue. that is what I thought. <laughs> Anyways, I'm pretty sure he has the ability to wipe my memory. Of this particular bit of knowledge, I, so I need you, like you that to tell, is. right? <laughs> I say I need you to tell everybody not to mention the H E I S T in front of me. Oh yes, heist. Okay, you have I, to stop I, and spell it for a second. <laughs> okay, um, I can do that. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. I go see him now. Um, 
Depending on how it goes, I might be Would right back. Come with you, because I don't think you should go alone. No. No, that might be weird. Um, because it might take a, it might be really quick there and back, and it might take an hour or so. Oh, okay. I will be back. Uh, okay. It's fine. It's going to take me longer. If it's going to take me longer, I'll send you a message and let you know. Okay. And I'll have to design whoever the person that is only in Kendall's contacts as tongue is. Yep. <laughs> you are welcome. Lizard folk. Uh, uh, it's a lizard and folk. With that, I'm down. With that, uh, that is where we're going to end for the week. Or are you on T? Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>